Okay, y'all, and welcome to my second installment of my Flashback Oh Crazy. 2019 was definitely a wacky year for me and for the uh, the squad, hashtag trademark. And uh, this episode is actually is one of my favorites. Uh, it's just me and Emily, and we are kind of just chatting about things that had been going on in our lives. If this is June, uh, this is right when I actually had to take a sabbatical from work uh, in order to deal with some of the issues that I was facing. So it was uh, a very interesting time in my life. So I will just leave it at that. It is also a part of my old podcast, which some of you might have listened to. So whenever you hear So Fucking Gay, it is actually the precursor to this podcast. Just remember that it's still The Gay Agenda YYC. So anytime you need to reference that, it is just going to be me instead. Without further ado, here is It's Crazy Talk. Consider yourselves hashtag blessed because you've just stumbled across the Gay Agenda YYC, a podcast that spills the tea on all things LGBT and Q in the Calgary area. So join me at the Gay Agenda YYC and the squad hashtag trademark as we solve all your first world gay probs one hashtag at a time. Welcome once again to another episode of Sofa King Gay, the podcast where we're talking about first world gay probs, one hashtag at a time. Like that time that you got stuck at the grocery store and you're wondering, hey, is this eggplant clean? Can I use it right away? Or do I need to go home and wash it? <laughs> Everyone's had that problem, right? Or is it just me? I think it's just you. Really? Oh, oh wait. Do the lesbians use cucumbers, not eggplants? Is yes. That, oh, that's cucumbers. why? Or zucchinis. Or, oh, okay. You don't like the seeds. That's what you're saying. Okay. More squash, less fruit. Well, actually, they're both fruit. So, whatever. And we're not starting that debate. Yes, they're fruits, not vegetables. I'm just saying. Oh. I know. Okay. I know. Mind blown here on the Sofa King Gay uh, podcast. <laughs> Speaking of mind blown, we're talking about when your mind really gets blown and you go full blown crazy because uh, it's, uh, we're talking about crazy talk. Terry and I are experts in that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I can't even say no to it. We are a little crazy, both of us. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills! In previous podcasts, we've both talked about our mental health. Yes. Um, so I thought that it would be good to have Emily back down after, what, six months of the last one to mm -hmm. talk about where our mental health status is nowadays. Yes. Um, it is uh, Pride Month across the world in areas where, you know, being LGBTQ2 plus slash GSA. Did I actually? GSD. Damn it. I did it again. I'm so stupid. Uh, fuck. I know. I'm so stupid. <laughs> is legal so yay june and yay pride month yes so hopefully everyone is out there getting their dipstick worked on 
I am not wearing pride colors today. I'm like you're all black. Yeah, you're wearing straight pride pride colors. What I'm were you wearing doing? a Heineken T-shirt. She is like literally a beer tub girl right now. <laughs> like the letters on Heineken are so stretched out from the girls. It's really bothering me. I don't know if to talk if I should talk to her or tip her. Like. I don't know. I'd I can take my shirt off. No, please don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't have singles to slide in your top. Wow. So you're just gonna have to deal with it. That's rude. I know. Everyone knows that I don't carry cash. That's what I tell the bums on the corner all the time. <laughs> I actually had one come up to me the other day, and I looked at him I'm like, "Do is it? Does it look like I carry cash to you?" You are such a kind and caring person. I am. Like, but literally, who carries cash? And that's the actually one thing that I'm like. Okay, so these, oh, sorry, quote-unquote homeless people, to be <laughs> politically correct. Do they, do, do people actually still carry change? Like, in this I digital carry age? Cash. Do you really? I carry bills. I put all my change in my Winnie the Pooh piggy bank, though. <laughs> wow. Um, I swear she's an adult and of legal age to be having this discussion. I've had it since I was young, okay? All right. Where do you put your change? I don't I don't have change. Do you not keep change? No. Like, at all? Any change that I have is probably in the car, and it, the, it's the first thing I do is use it to get rid of it. I don't like carrying cash of any kind. Like, I've been... I was an early adopter of the digital age, apparently, and I've been using debit exclusively since, like, the, the 90s. Because they didn't have that in 1932 when you were born. <laughs> no, they didn't. <laughs> Uh, hey, I'm of the age where I remember when, like, debit machines were all coming out and they were, like, the thing. And I remember shopping and the first time Zellers actually got debit. And it was oh, my God, super Zellers. I, I remember Zellers. Right? <laughs> so, yeah, that's how old I am and that's how depressing it is. So, we're talking about the crazy. Yes. Okay, so I'm sure, again, if we're to be more politically correct, we should be saying mental disorders. Yes. Or... People in mental distress, however... I keep nodding, and nobody can see me nod. Yeah, I know. I think, again, <laughs> I'm going to have to do, like, the... <clears throat> what, what What is, like, the Super D? No, don't worry. I'm not going to give her the Super D. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, his husband is, like, right upstairs, and that would be awkward. <laughs> okay, he'll give her the Super D, because... It's, it's more inclined that way. You know what, when you're watching a, like a TV program and then it's like you, you get the D and then it's like this program is... Described video! <laughs> I totally forgot what it's... Because I just call it Super D. Because that's all it is. It's got like the D with like the waves. So yeah. Um, that's what, We need someone here to do described video for my hand motions and Emily's nods when she's in agreement with whatever I'm saying. <laughs> Get on that. <laughs> oh, God. See, again, this is why we're crazy, because we cannot stay on topic. That's no, like, we cannot. Okay. Anywho. Mm -hmm. Yes. We are centered. We are calm and centered. We have a purpose. Yes. Okay. Our mental disorders, I don't think we've got, like, the same kind of thing, because I know I have been suffering from depression for a long, long time. I've been medicated. I'm, they switched my medication a little while ago, and then they ramped me up, and it's, like, been great ever since. However, my depression has now kind of subsided, and that's left me with a lot of anxiety. So, have you... What's what's your deal? What's your level of crazy? And, like, has it switched on you, too, like it did for me? Like, What are you anxious about? Everything. Like, I don't know. It's just... Um, 
it's just really it's like le- raised my level of anxiety a lot about uh, meeting other people or am I doing the right thing or even like go interacting with people at work or just whatever it's like it's not really it's not like it's turned me agoraphobic and I don't stay inside all the mm-hmm. time but I just prefer not to have to go out because it, it, I'm comfortable at home but it's just really weird I think I'm more anxious than I am depressed. Yeah. Like, I went back on my medication earlier this year mm-hmm. because of certain things. Yeah. Uh-huh. Things, air quotes. Yeah. <laughs> Angry air quotes. Exactly. <laughs> Fierce bunny ears. <laughs> so I went back on them at my same dose, mm-hmm. and I definitely felt a difference, and I do feel... I don't feel as depressed. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to wake up at 2 a.m. and kill myself. Oh, that's, that's good. like, you know, meh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sidebar, we do not abdicate any kind of self-harm. <laughs> no, we do not. <sighs> so don't do it. There we go. <laughs> but yeah, I have more anxiety towards other things in my life. And it's not, depression's not really the big thing I'm concerned about anymore. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Because I know uh, way back, like for me, it's always, maybe I just thought that depression was, maybe depression was the worst thing that was wrong with me, but I actually think it might be my anxiety because now it, that's kind of what's bubbling up because now that I've got, I've got the depression under control, mm-hmm. which is impressive because I've had depression since I was a teenager, mm-hmm. undiagnosed, and I just kind of dealt with it. Yeah, now that it's kind of not as much to worry about, it's the anxiety that's coming a lot of the times. Anxiety can just be, oh my God, it can be brutal. Yeah, it just kind of creeps up and it's like, it's telling you all the wrong things and it's like just inside your head. And yeah. and when people tell you to calm down oh and not be anxious, I, know. I want to punch people in the face. So please do not say that to someone with anxiety. Exactly. It does not work. It, yeah, it's, it's not It makes it right way, thing. way worse. <laughs> because now I'm anxious I'm just, it just makes me more anxious. Well, it, it makes you more anxious because now you're anxious of your anxiety. Yes. Yes. And now you, it's, you're aware of how it's affecting others. And that's negative. And that's the last thing you want to do is bring more attention to yourself. That's when why you're I in this hate kind of state. when I'm anxious around somebody that I don't know. Mm-hmm. Because then, like, when I'm having a panic attack, mm-hmm. if I'm around my dad or... I don't know if I've had... I think you've been around yeah, like yeah. with the after around. effects of it mm-hmm. or like with someone I'm really, really close to. Mostly just like my dad. Yeah, yeah. I'm fine. But when I'm like around even some people that I work with that I know really well, mm-hmm. but I don't really know them well enough to share that with them yeah. and they want to make you feel better and they like want to rub your back and they want to be around you and I'm like, Fuck oh my off. God, leave me alone yeah. because that makes it... T- 20 times worse. I know. Because now I'm anxious and panicky because you see me being anxious and panicky. Mm-hmm. You have to just leave me alone. Leave me alone to cry. I know. That's all I want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you cry a lot. <laughs> and you do. cry really easily, too. <clears throat> I remember you, like, sitting, like, standing right outside the office, like, a few times, and you just got, like, that, that cry face, and I'm like, are you okay? And you're like, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> I just got it. And then, like, either you start crying or you run away. And I'm like, mm, should I chase her? No. No. She'll come back. So. And I usually did. Exactly. That's just how it goes. Yeah. I'm just trying to think. Because I know what... I can't believe I'm actually saying this. But I've actually been going to a therapist. Wow. I know. 
Can everyone just give Terry a round of applause? Yes, exactly. Like, therapy is not is something that I've ever done. No, I can't say that. I have not done therapy for 20 plus years. Because if you all remember in the last podcast, Terry talked about the two times he went and those therapists cried from his life story. Yeah, so I never thought that therapy was a good option because I just don't want to sit there and watch people cry about my sad, sad life. So, I went to uh, a therapist three, two weeks ago. And I was actually really, really anxious even walking up there. Mm-hmm. I, I still was thinking to myself, there's still time to run away. Like, there's still, mm-hmm. I don't have to do this. Like, uh, there's still time to go. And I, I know I'm like, no, screw this. Get there. Just, just do it. You know, and I met her. She's super nice. She talks, like, really calmly and soothing and... It's really peaceful, uh, but um, of course, if anyone who knows me, that's not a way that I like to be, that have a conversation. Mm-hmm. I like it to be like jarring and loud and like, it makes Sarcastic. sense to me. Yeah. It, it, it's very just odd when it's going. However, I... Went and so she was just suggesting that we, you know, where do you want to start? What do you want to do? So then it was literally for the like the next hour, it was verbal diarrhea from my mouth, (laughs) just saying everything that was there. And she's like, okay. And I'm like, okay, what now? She's like, "Uh, now you go because it's been an hour. I'm like, but I don't feel fixed. And she's like, next time. So then I actually went, then I had to go again like the week after. Mm-hmm. And that's when we actually started to unpack a lot of the stuff that was said. So even she joked, she's like, well, we went over a lot of things last time. <laughs> I'm like, I know. I didn't stop talking. And then she's like, no, but that's exactly what I want. And now I've got a really good picture of what your life is like and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay. So then she's like, and let's pick like just a few things to talk about today. And we'll talk about them in depth, which is actually fine. Oddly enough, I went the day after... We recorded the Friends podcast. If you mm-hmm. haven't, uh, if you haven't listened to it yet, you should because it's brilliant. Especially the last ten minutes when I regale a conversation that I actually had with my hot neighbor about uh, emotional deposits mm-hmm. and how they affect us and the people that we are interacting with. And in order to convey the message to the masses, a.k.a. dumb it down a little bit, mm-hmm. I use the analogy, tihi, anal, of a cookie jar. So, mm-hmm. cookie jar are all the emotions that you have. And it's it's all the, the giving that you can actually do. So you take out a cookie and you give it to somebody, that's an emotional deposit. Mm-hmm. If you continue giving out cookies, there's nothing left in the jar. Because you still need to give yourself cookies... And you need to get cookies from other people to put back in the jar. Mm -hmm. So um, I was telling her this. And as I was saying it, I I know I was talking about friends. But I think in the back of my mind, it was actually triggering something positively in my head that was saying, you're basically talking about your state of mental health right now. Yeah. And that's exactly like, I literally had an epiphany at like 2 a.m. And I'm like, holy shit. (laughs) I just said this, but I was talking about me the whole time. So I went and I talked to her about it and she was actually like, you know what, that's that's really good that you're like seeing it and like you understand exactly what your issues are. Yeah. And that's my problem. I know what my issues are. Mm-hmm. I just like, I need help working them out. 
And like, I know I can't do it all by myself, obviously, because I'm in this fucked up situation that I am now. Yeah. But it, it was a good help to see that someone actually sees that I can see that I know what I'm, that I know what's wrong. Yeah. So, and that's a huge step. Yeah. A huge step to be like, okay, something's wrong mm-hmm. and I need to work on it. Yeah. And, and that's just it. Like something's wrong. And like I, pinpo- I pinpointed what exactly it is. Ish. Yeah. Because a lot of the times, like I feel exhausted. I feel spent. I feel worn out. Mm-hmm. Like especially like when I come home from work. And it's because I do a lot. I give a lot of emotional deposits at work. That's my job. Right. I need to... Uh, be there for people and I need to be able to understand you and I need to care about your life be it you are a client or a an employee mm-hmm. right I need to give you that five seconds of my time where, where it seems like we're best friends and all this stuff so that's the easiest thing that I do is I invest in somebody but I'd rarely ever get that investment back mm-hmm. and that's almost exactly what was happening. I'm giving out these cookies and I'm not getting cookies back. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, my jar runneth dry. But sometimes oh. you like to put up a wall. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. That is very hard to break through. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that's, again, that was another one of my defense mechanisms. Mm-hmm. It's easier for me to be nice to people, but I don't want people to be nice to me. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I built these walls. And so you can attest to it the first time we ever met. Everyone, when I transferred to your location, mm-hmm. everyone thought I was a terrible bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Because of this. Like, I wouldn't talk to anybody. and Except me. Yeah. Well, because I could see that we had, like... This connection. Of crazy. Yes. We're both psychos. <laughs> so we get it. And I think we'd get each other. But, so it took me four years to, like, break down those walls. Mm-hmm. Where I was at a comfortable level that I could talk to everybody there. Right. And everyone like we're friends and we're family. And um, there were rarely a few people that actually didn't know me and didn't know who I was. So now I'm in a position where I've been transferred again and I have to start all over. And the first thing I did was build that wall. Just because that's what it was. So, yeah, yeah. I'm 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 cognizant. Is that the word? Maybe of what I'm doing, but I just can't help it. So I'm really trying to you know, break that wall down faster, but it's work. Like, that is very difficult for me to do. And it's not, it's not overnight. No. It may not even happen in, like, six months or a year. Like, it's, it's a long, long process. Yeah. Because you don't ever want to fix it overnight, because then it's just going to go back to the way it was Mm -hmm. a few weeks later. Yeah. And that's exactly it. Like, if it's, if it doesn't feel organic, and if it doesn't feel if it feels forced, it's not going to work, mm-hmm. right? I need it to feel genuine and that it's happening for uh, because it's in its due time and its own course yeah. versus that I have to. Because when it, I feel that I have to is kind of when I feel that, again, I'm doing too many emotional deposits and not getting anything returned. So I'm just giving more and more and more to see if it'll satisfy that. And it's just not working. So. Yeah. I can see that that, that in, in a nutshell there is, is my level of crazy that I'm at right now. <laughs> but I'm working on it. And that's actually a good thing for me. Because even when I was talking to my therapist, she was saying, I, at least I know exactly, not exactly what the issue is, but what one of the issues is. Yeah. When, like that first day that we were talking, it was so all over the place that it was like, 
even I was thinking, oh my god, how, how crazy am I that there's all these things wrong? But a lot of them have the same root factor. So we and were sometimes, able to pinpoint, pinpoint that. Sometimes you may have not even thought about it until you were sitting right in front of her. Because I've done that before. Yeah, yeah. Where I just, I start saying all these things and I'm, oh, hello, kitty. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, holy shit, I haven't thought about that in like 10 years. Yeah. Where the hell did that come from? Oh, exactly. And same, yeah, she was going to the past and she's like, you know, um, <laughs> it was very Freudian. And like, how does you, how did your father treat you? And how, do, how are your relationship with your parents? And I'm like, let's not go back that far. It's, that's not important. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I know. I, I've got fear of abandonment. I'm over that. I don't care. And I'm like, that's not what this is. Because I've dealt with that. Yeah. So let's just continue with what it actually is. But I know that she was trying to do it to, like, you know, see the root cause of everything. But I, I like I told her, actually, I think at the end, I know my level of crazy. So let's just work on this portion because you can't fix everything. Exactly. So I'm like, let's not talk about my, my daddy issues. Because... <laughs> Whole different story. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what's bothering me right now. But what about you? What, what do we got? Did you, do you have crazy tales? I always have crazy tales. I know. Tales. <laughs> because I think that I have gifted you with the, uh, the insight of my knowledge. And I think you said you may or may not be going to see a therapist once again in the future. Yes, mm-hmm. I need to call and make that appointment. Mm-hmm. But you got to talk on the phone and tell some person on the phone what your issues are so they can direct you to the right person. Hey, it's like is... the kid's help phone. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. But they'll just send you to somebody instead. Hopefully. Uh, yeah. Because I know you said you've been to therapy before. Yeah. And they quote unquote, quote unquote, cured you to, and sent you on your way. Is that what happened? Um, well, the last two that I saw... One just wanted to go to, in the first session, I mean, it was to figure out what was wrong, but it was just going to one one issue to the another, no insights Mm -hmm. or no nothing. It was just she wanted to rush through that and get me out. So I'm like, okay, I don't like this. Yeah. And then the other one says she wasn't sure she could help me, but she would try. And that's really not an encouraging thing to to hear. That doesn't make me want to come back. Mm Mm-hmm. But that was most, I mean, I went for that for, like, my depression and my anxiety and, like, my self-harming issues, Mm -hmm. which I don't really have issues with that anymore. It's more so my anxiety around other things. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. I have sex problems. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She got sex problems. Like, first of all, she's a woman. So, you know, it's awkward enough. (laughs) But, yeah, we're not even going to go into that, because I don't think my listeners need to hear about your lady bits. No one wants to know. Terry hears about them all the time. I do. I am forced. No wonder I was triggered at work, because I always, you'd come in and you'd be like, sweet Jesus, my vagina is crying. Like, I don't care about your weepy snatch. It's not something I wanted to hear on a Tuesday. Hey, there are women and lesbians who listen to this podcast. I know, and I'm sure they could they can appreciate your uh, I don't know, your sad, sad stories. <laughs> Poor Terry, he deals with so much. Yeah. And what is it today? Your uterus is crying or angry? No, it's frowny. Frowny, that's right. Frowny. Uterus is frowny. So that's also why she's pissy. Like whatever. <laughs> Actually she's not pissy whatever. today. She's in a good mood. Yeah, I am. I took my happy pill this morning. I love the happy pill. Or did I? Uh oh. 
No, I don't think I did. I think I set an alarm on your phone and like do something. You need to make sure you keep your happy pills up. I know. Last, not last week. No, like the week before, I like forgot four days in a row. Mm -hmm. And oh my God, those four days, I did not think that that would affect me so much. I know. It's the worst. But it was just like, I wasn't like breaking into tears for no reason and having like fits in the store or whatever. But it was just, I felt like the life was drained out of me. Yeah, and your and your mind isn't there. That's what I was getting with, because I... It was brutal. There was one time I I either had ran out of pills and I hadn't gone to the doctor, or I self-medicated myself and thought, you know what, I'll be okay. I don't need them. So I went off of them, and I think it was five days. And holy shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was me. Within two days, I was, it, it, like you, exhausted, and my mind was just blank. It was like I was running in a haze the whole time Mm -hmm. Uh, driving i couldn't remember i can remember leaving and i can remember again and when i got to work i remember got there i had no idea how i got there at all like i remember the drive yeah but i'm alive it's just amazing like yeah you think four four or five days isn't gonna affect you but Mm -hmm. and i mean i don't have like a super high dose yeah but even like, holy shit, that was brutal. Yeah, but if you're on a dose that's actually working for you, then that's what you get used to. And then that's kind of what keeps you on that even keel. And then if you take it away, it's like, it just goes like haywire. And then, of course, my best friend Emily, who was on <laughs> that lovely uh, podcast. Yeah, the, the real classy one. <laughs> <laughs> my crazy, crazy, crazy dick-loving best friend is like, mm-hmm. okay, bitch, take your fucking pills. Yeah. Like, seriously, take your fucking medication. Yeah. She's also crazy, yeah. which I think I mentioned in our first mental health podcast. Yeah, I think that one was kind of a but given. I love her. Yeah. Like, she's, like, she went crazy on our New York trip. Like, our first day there, mm-hmm. um, she had her lady troubles. Oh, God. And, like, the first day, it is so bad. Like, she's really, really freaking grumpy as hell. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, super see you next Tuesday grumpy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like crying and like just so crazy and like she was all worried that I was gonna like be all mad at her and that I wouldn't want to be friends with her because I hadn't seen that before and I'm like bitch I don't care if you're fucking crazy yeah like you're my crazy best friend forever yeah everyone's got a sad uterus <laughs> <laughs> I love her though she's like my she's my like she's my best friend soulmate and mm-hmm. I don't think I could I don't think I'd be here today yeah like if she had not been there for me when like it was really really fucking bad yeah and i think so bad that is a good point is that the worst part of you feeling this that either the depression or the anxiety or if it's ocd or if it's you know bipolarism or whatever uh the worst part of it all is when you feel you are going through this all by yourself and you're the only person that knows what you're dealing mm-hmm. with because you are not. So I think just having those connections with people and finding out that other people are going through the same things that you are is like the biggest benefit mm-hmm. of anything. Like that is the biggest help that I ever found is that other people are going through this with me. It's not just me. Mm-hmm. And I didn't find that through medication. And I didn't find it through therapy. No. Um, I found it odd enough through work with you because Mm -hmm. I know we had talked about it. And we talk about our mental health very openly. Yeah. yeah, With no no stigma and no... No judgment. Yeah, no judgment, no shame attached to anything. We know that that's what it is. 
Um, and oddly enough, I've actually found uh, one or two people through social media mm-hmm. that are going through the same thing. So we can talk about we can talk about our problems very openly, and we've actually never met each other face to face. But it's it's like Instagram, so we know what we like, you know we know what we look like, and we know what our lives are. But do you really ever know what a, what anyone is like through Insta? Like no. You you know what they want you to see, because yeah. that's what they put out into the world. Mm-hmm. But actually having conversations with people is so eye opening for me sometimes that it's like um, I see them and I you know I think that you know his life is perfect, his life is everything that I want it to be, mm-hmm. like and that's what I want my life like. But he opens up and he says he's got all these problems and you know he's insecure with what his body looks like and he's you know he's unable to go out because he's got anxiety and it's like sweet jesus he's got the same problems i do and here i was thinking he was perfect yeah right and i think that is and and then we actually had conversations and that we found out that we've got a lot of the same vices and we've got a lot of the same triggers it was just so weird that Two people that look and act so different would have the same issues. And it's easier when they have the same issues to talk yeah, about. Yeah, because they understand it. I mean, like, you'll see these, like, cheesy posts on Facebook during, like, Mental Health Week or mm-hmm. Mental Health Month where yeah. they're, like, copy and paste so people can talk to you about anything. And it's, yeah. like, it's not, re- re- it's not realistic. No. Like, I know that I can text Emily at, like, whatever time and mm-hmm. be, like, I want to get run over by a bus right now. Yeah. And then she's like, bitch, don't. Because then if you die, I'll be all sad. And then we can't go on our vacation together. Exactly. And blah, 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 blah. You, you totally just fucked up my life. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and you don't not- want that on your dead conscience now, do you? Yeah. yeah. That, that's exactly why people don't come to me for, like, emotional support. That's what I would give uh, them. Yeah, Terry has called me a stupid bitch once or twice. Because you're crying. <laughs> <laughs> but he knows, he knows he can talk to me that way. Yeah. Because that's how we interact. And like, and that's exactly it. If you're at a level of, that's a friend level. That is above just a, you know, a casual acquaintance. Mm-hmm. Me being able to say that is letting you know that you've broken down my walls and you're actually like part of my life. Like mm-hmm. that, if I'm able to call you a stupid bitch, I don't say that to everyone. <laughs> Maybe in my head, but not out loud. She's a stupid bitch. I helped thaw Terry's cold dead heart. (laughs) If she has never done anything in her life, that is the one thing that she can say, I did this. And be like, Jesus, let me in. Yeah, I know. Even with, like, my dad, though. Like, if I have a panic attack, he... He'll make fun of me after. Mm-hmm. He knows he can do it. Exactly. Anyone else. And I'd be like, okay, seriously? Mm-hmm. I'm going to stab you with a knife? Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's... And I, I actually think I'd like... I, I like that better. Because me... We all know how I try to cure everything with humor. Like I... I use humor as a coping mechanism right? too. I slap everything on it. This past, this past month has been terrible for me. But I have tried to... You know, keep a smiley face on and pretend to be all happy. And when people say anything, I make light of it. But it's really rough. But if I ever actually admit it and then people are like, oh, are you okay? And that's the last thing I want. Oh, God, I hate that. Are you okay? Yeah, do you want to talk about it? I'm like, no, bitch. I don't want to talk about it. I'm trying to fix it. And I'm, I'm actively working on fixing on it. 
hence going to a therapist, Mm -hmm. but you aren't a therapist. I don't need your help. And I don't really know you. Yeah, I know. People coming out of the woodwork and be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry for everything you're going through. It's like, whatever. With that being said, I am not a licensed therapist. However, if people out there are going through things that need to talk, and you think I'd be able to talk about them with you, by all means, message me. Slide into those DMs. Emily, I'm sure that you would also give the nice people out there. What if they have lady probs? They can talk to me. See, I can't handle lady probs. I don't know how it works. So (laughs) I'm a platinum star gay. So sorry, kids. I have no idea. I don't even know what one looks like IRL. So (laughs) by choice. I just, because I don't want it to come off to say that we're a clicky group and we only talk to each other about these things. No, I, I actually seek it out now. I love hearing about people's mental problems because it makes me feel better about my level of crazy and then exactly. i can i can help you out and it, just by you talking to me it helps me out like that's how i feel it's like you're not alone no it's like i've been there oh my god this happened to me last year i know exactly where you're at this is what helped me i don't think i don't know if it's going to help you but you can always try even uh like my uh the hot next door neighbor we have like Oh God, and it totally feels like home improvement. It's like me and he's Wilson. <laughs> Except it's got to be the other way around because he's like six foot four and like built like a, I don't know, a Mack truck. He's huge. So I'm the one that's only, only ever see like the eyes over the fence. That's exactly what it looks like. But we have these conversations and it is literally... God, two years ago when he first moved in, I never would have thought that we are at a like a deep friend level of conversation mm-hmm. like that. It just boggles me. We are so different. He's so straight. He's so like, <laughs> bruh. Like, so manly. Exactly. I'm surprised he didn't want to fist bump me the first time we talked. But it's, um, God, he, because he too has had ish- struggles with mental health. Yeah. And he's gone on stress leave. So we've been able to talk about that. And... It's, he's actually, we had the conversation and he started talking about emotional deposits, which made me think about the friend thing, which made me think about the cookie jar, which made me think about exactly what my problems were. So it was like, he began that whole epiphany that I had. And it's something that's rare. I can't Mm -hmm. believe I did it, but I did it because I'm such a good person. You are such a good person. I thanked him for that. Oh my god, you said thank you to someone? <laughs> I know. Where is my gold star? I know. To Where's Terry my today? calendar? It says Terry, personal growth. I, FYI, I still have the time that January 2nd, they wrote on the calendar that I had personal growth because I either said I was wrong or something else. So they wrote it on the calendar and I actually cut that out and kept it forever. <laughs> it's on my wall of shame at work. But yeah, I, 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 I had to text him. We had a conversation and I just wanted to let him know that, you know what? Thank you. Thank you for that. I, and I told him, you are special, because this bitter queen never says thanks to anybody. No, he does not. He does not. He expects your recognition and just gratitude that I'm in your life. But, it, no, it was important. And I think that it's actually important to say thank you to people that help you. See? Personal growth. I'm going to mark it down today. I know. Just very important to find that one person. Mm-hmm. Even if it's not someone you know in real life, like you were saying. Yeah. I mean... I mean, like, when I used to have Tumblr, back when it was actually cool. Yeah, good. <laughs> and not lame today. Hashtag RIP December 17th. 
There were like so many good friends that I met on there. Yeah, and I know. Stuff. Emily being one of them, but we didn't mm-hmm. really talk till Twitter. But yeah. like, I can't imagine her not being in my life. Yeah. And even like when I saw my doctor earlier this year um, to get him back on my medication, I mean, they always ask you, do you have suicidal thoughts? Oh, and I, God, I was honest and I said, sometimes. Mm-hmm. And she said, well, what stops you from doing it? And I said, one, my dad. Yeah. And then Emily. Yeah. Because I know Emily would be fucking lost without me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, I would be so lost without her. Mm-hmm. Like, I always tell her, like, we're just, we're, we're together forever. <laughs> you are not getting rid of me. Not if, okay, literally. <laughs> like, you, just, just get friend married. Bring her on over. <laughs> you know she wants to leave the motherland anyways. Because <laughs> uh, we were talking about this, and it would be fucking hilarious for her to experience her first Canadian winter. And I want to see her <laughs> God. do it. Right? It'd be so good. It gets, like, minus five over in London. I know. And she, like, complains how cold it is. And I'm like, it's minus 35, and I had to warm up my car for I two hours. to work. <laughs> oh, God, that'd be so funny. <laughs> But I don't know, I, but I think, like, uh, with that, with the friends, and anything, and I think you just, you know you can't put all your chickens in one basket, right? Eggs? Eggs. Chicken before the egg. Egg, chicken, scrambled? No, eggs, poached. eggs in one basket. You could put all your chickens in one basket. That works too. Oh, but I'm not counting my chickens before they're hatched. That's what I'm doing. Whatever. You don't need to have one friend do it all. No. Right? So, and I think... Say for you and me, we can talk about the really bad stuff mm-hmm. that happens with crazy. Yeah. Um, for Hot Neighbor and I, we talk about the like the emotional and the like the psychological effects of it, I think, and the stress of actually being crazy, and that, that's very important to me. And then with Instagram Hot Guy, I talk to we talk about what our coping mechanisms are. And like that's kind of but being able to have these different conversations with different people it's not like you're just getting one viewpoint from one person you're getting them all and they've all lived through that portion of what you're going through Mm -hmm. so it's super helpful yeah and i think if anyone if any of the tens of people that listen to this podcast (laughs) get anything out of today's (laughs) topic i think that's it is just go seek someone out that is going to understand at least something that you're going through. Mm-hmm. Not just, oh, that sucks. Yeah. Sad face. Sad exactly. emoji. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you don't need... You don't need a person to be able to understand everything. And if you have a boyfriend or you have a partner or anything like that, it doesn't have to be them. And don't put that on them. No. I know my husband all the time wants to help. And I'm like, you can't help. You don't know what it's like. Even if you have a cat, talk to your cat. Oh my God, my cats like, are the greatest seriously. listeners ever. Actually, dogs. Dogs are some are actually better listeners because it looks like they pay attention. Cats, you talk to them and they just put their ass in your face. <laughs> actually, I've like had panic attacks before at home. Yeah. And like my cat has meowed at me mm-hmm. and she has like circled around me. Mm-hmm. They can And then she'll it. like, she'll stay with me. And yeah. like, I'll be like laying on my bed crying and she comes and she meows on my face and then mm-hmm. she just kind of hangs there and it's like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Cats aren't so stupid. They know. Well, uh, yeah. They don't want you to die because they don't want their constant food source to go away. But like, then they would just eat you. I know. Eat mm. your rotting corpse. Oh, God. Hashtag morbid. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hashtag crew crime. <laughs> True crime story. Jeez, I can't even talk. I'm going to regale everyone with a story that I actually discussed, I think, with my therapist. And I thought it was funny because it really summed up how I was feeling, like, a lot of the stuff that I'm feeling right now. Mm-hmm. So, in our uh, our complex where we live, we've got problems with squirrels. It's, they are, like, getting in everyone's fucking garden. Like, it's fucking driving us all nuts. Um, that's actually another thing that me and Hot Neighbor talk about all the time, is the fucking squirrels and what we want to do to them. Literally, I told him, like, okay, can we be like Daryl and in Walking Dead and just, like, hunt the squirrels and have a squirrel necklace? And I'm like, wait, but then it'll have to go to ears because that's what he was doing when he was killing the zombies, and I'm like, that might be a little too gruesome. Anywho. You can tell that I do tangents all the time. Yes, you this do. This is the way I think. So yes. if you can't follow along, you're lost. Okay, <laughs> bring it on back. Okay, so the squirrels are an issue. See, since I've been off for a while, I, I've i been working in my garden. It's mm-hmm. what calms me. It gives me zen. It gives me a focus and a sense of purpose. So I'm in there. And I'm, if, I'm actually very impressed with my garden right now. It, it looks really good. It's, I've seen it. It's very, very nice. Yeah. Front yard. You're like a 1950s housewife. I am, and that's exactly what I But you need a white like. picket fence. I do. I know. But then I think um, if we had a white picket fence, Eric would think his life is perfect. And I was like, no, you need to fix that. So I can't give it to him. You're so sweet. I know. I work on on it literally like all day. I'll be there in there weeding. I'll be in there like fixing the plants and they're moving. If I have to, taking them from one place to another place to make them look a little bit better. All this stuff. I'll come inside at the, you know, at the end of my long, hard, quote-unquote day, and just to relax, and then I'll go out a little bit later, and a squirrel has come by and dug up everything, and completely fucked everything up. So, what do you do? Yes, you get pissed off at the squirrel, Mm -hmm. but you can't just leave this, you have to fix it. So you go back, and you do it again, and this time you do it differently. Because you have the option to, because it's already dug up, so you can do whatever. And you think, okay, maybe this time this will happen, and the squirrels are going to leave it alone this time. And you try to find all these things, like, my God, should I like put shards of broken glass in the dirt so they don't like does don't dig in it? Can I dump rat poison in the soil? And it's like all these things, no, because then my animals will be in there, and I don't want that. So like, no, you just try to arrange it and try to. Take away as many options as possible for things to get fucked up. Yeah. And then it's perfect all over again. You leave it. You come back. The squirrel has fucked everything over again. Yes. So you have to repeat. That's life. I like that, actually. Right? And as soon as I was thinking about it, I'm like, fuck. That's exactly what my life is being is right now. I'm fixing it. And something that is not in my control is fucking it up. Mm -hmm. So I have to fix it again. And that just makes life very stressful. Yeah. Mental that, health is very, very stressful. Exactly. Even and when you're getting help. Yeah. And that's just it. It's it, it's, it could be an outside force. It could be an internal force. Like, I, I will never say that I don't intentionally go and fuck up my life. Because I know I do. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I'm at a level of... If I think that if I get to a level of too much happy, that I don't know what's beyond that for me. So I'd rather be in a in a constant level of somewhat misery because I know how to live there. But I don't think that I do it as often. I I don't do it as often now as I did when I was 
like 20 years ago because mm-hmm. I've been able to actually accept that I'm supposed to be happy and I can live in something other than a state of survival, which is how I felt for the past like 20 years. Yeah. Just, just surviving is good enough. And I think that I've realized that that's not good enough anymore. You want better and you want more. Right. Sometimes you don't think you deserve it. Like I don't, mm-hmm. I don't always think I deserve happiness. I know me neither. Like I don't always think I deserve a good life. Yeah. And, and the, literally for me, it's like I, I sometimes self-sabotage just to make sure I don't get it. Like, I do that too. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I was talking to a girl once online mm-hmm. who was like, we exchanged, it was from Plenty of Fish. And like, she was like the one who was like not crazy oh, because God. they're all fucking weird on Plenty of Fish. Mm-hmm. We exchanged numbers, mm-hmm. like super, super sweet funny we had so much in common mm-hmm. and then i started to panic so i'm like kate no she's she's too good for me yeah. i i do not deserve this yeah i'm still kind of newly out no can't do this so i i i ghosted her yeah and i felt bad because i've had people do that to me and it feels awful it but i'm like i got too anxious and i'm like i don't i don't deserve this yeah. she's too good for me no no can't do it and i can't tell you to get over it because you can't and i can't and i can't force you to do it it's something that you need to do on your own. And I think so that's... I always gravitate towards people who are garbage. Yeah. It's easy. I think... Because, I mean, like, I have really low self-esteem, which yeah. ties in with mental health. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the time. But I just think that's that's what I deserve. Mm-hmm. And then anyone who pays me the little bit of attention, mm-hmm. I will just give them whatever they want. Yeah. Even though they're fucking trash and I know that they're garbage. Yeah. But I, I just know. do it anyways. I know. It's, it's really, and that's a thing a lot of the time that's how people wonder uh, that Eric and I are still together because we're still totally different. And uh, But for once, someone actually treated me with like, I don't want to say for once, someone treated me with dignity and respect, but I allowed it to happen. Mm-hmm. So, and then I got shanghaied into a, a marriage. Yeah, but when you guys divorce, I'm going to marry him. I get dibs. Oh, God, take him. Do you want to take him now? I will sign the papers. <laughs> I'm calling with my lawyer. <laughs> so, it's hard to get out of that when that's... When that's... marriage? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you got to give him half. Fuck that. He hasn't earned it. <laughs> but, like, when your self-esteem is so low mm-hmm. and you just give whatever to any yeah. people who give you attention, it's hard to... Yeah. It's hard to accept the nice ones yeah, and the is. good ones. Yeah, and that's, I think for me, when I go back to therapy, that's going to be like a really, I think that's going to be a really tough issue for me to work with. Mm-hmm. And to, because you have to change your whole mindset. You do. You but, have to completely change how you feel about yourself. But I think you need to remember, you don't need to change it all at once. It's, no. d- it's not going to happen instantaneously. It's bits and pieces. And I, I still have that problem where... Like, I, I always tell people that it's you can't fix it overnight, yeah. and I've said that in this podcast, in our last one. Yeah. But yet, for me, I always expect that I can just fix myself overnight. Yeah, I know. Or that when you go through periods where you're fine, you're like, I don't need therapy. Okay. I'm totally fine. Yeah, and then you have, know. like, a mental fucking breakdown in the office, and yeah. you're like, Emily, for God's <laughs> sakes, woman. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Again, I think that we all we all do that. We we all know that it's going to take time to you know quote unquote fix yourself, but it's we don't expect it for us. Like exactly my same thing. Um, my level of craziness spiraled out of control, and it took so long to get there. Mm-hmm. Why do I ever expect it to be fixed? 
in a not same amount of time, mm-hmm. right? It didn't happen overnight. I, I didn't just one day snap. No, it just increasingly went downhill. So I, I, there's no way I can expect it to just, you know, all of a sudden be from sea level to the Taj Mahal height. I don't know if the Taj Mahal is height at all. I was trying to think of that one that was in, like, you know, the, the Bajah something, something. It's in the United Arab Emirates. The huge oh. building. The one that Tom Cruise crawled up on Mission Impossible 4. Oh, so, yeah. So, no, it's not going to be, like, there to that height. Mm-hmm. It's It's, it's got to be gradual on the way back, too, so. And figuring out what kind of therapy works for you. Yes, exactly. Because talking therapy doesn't always work for people. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they need, like, cognitive behavioral therapy, and Mm -hmm. there's, like, a few others. And I know it's really hard to get discouraged when the first one doesn't work out, because I have that problem. But try try, find someone you're comfortable with. keep, Keep looking. Yeah, I think I was lucky that... Um, the therapist that I got now, I am comfortable with. I was able to tell her, you know, don't do this. Don't, let's not talk about that. Um, I don't deal with, like, I, I don't like things that when it's done this way. So she knows. She's like, I told her flat out, I'm like, don't coach me. Don't try to coax the answer out of me because I hate that. Mm-hmm. To me, it feels like it is condescending. And I hate it when people think that they're smarter than me because they're not. So don't do it. And then she's like, okay. And then she's like, why do you think that is? And I'm like, God damn it, here we go. <laughs> I'm like, because my father used to do it all the time. Are you happy? Did you roll your eyes? Like I you did. did just I'm like, now? I thought we weren't going to talk about my daddy issues. <laughs> she's like, I'm sorry. I'm like, okay, next. Terry has so many issues. He does. He really does. But <laughs> I, and I'm the first to admit it. But I know that I can only work on one thing at a time. Mm-hmm. So. Wrapping all this up, I think that is one of the most important things. Don't try to fix everything right now. Even like if you Big have steps, thirty-five problems, which I mean Terry probably does exactly. <laughs> but so do I. Hey, I got ninety-nine, <laughs> but a bitch ain't one. Holla. Okay, you are just just <laughs> stop, stop. Oh, okay, well, sorry, stop. G's don't do finger guns. <laughs> So you have like 35 problems mm-hmm. and you are dealing with two right now. Mm-hmm. That's two more than you were dealing with before. Exactly. I'm saying two maximum. Okay. If you've pointed out two and dealing with one, that's a good thing. Because mm-hmm. I, I think a, a lot of the times we forget that just like, you know, a 12 step program, acknowledging that you've got an issue is the first thing. And seeing where your issue is stemming from, that's a big step. And don't ever feel like, because sometimes people will think, uh, well, this isn't really a big deal because this issue, say, only triggers me once or twice a year. Mm-hmm. It's still it's still an issue. It still triggers you. But if you know what your triggers are, that's a good step. But you can, And then you can move on. Like mm-hmm. say, okay, if there's something else that, that bothers me a lot more, then you can go do that. Any parting shots? Any what? Any words of wisdom before we wrap it up for the day? I don't know. I think we've, like, really done some good things here today. I think so, too. Mm. I mean, we got a little off topic, Um, but... That's kind of what we do. (laughs) Especially when you're involved. Shut the fuck up. Wow, and you swore a lot during this. I did. I was like a trucker. (laughs) (laughs) 
Wait, trackers don't yeehaw. Oh, God. See, I'm getting all mixed, messed up. And you're wearing plaid. You're like an honorary lesbian today. Oh, God. Don't talk. I love plaid. Like, I was like a plaidaholic way back in the 80s and in the 90s and the aughts. Yeah, because I loved plaid. Oh, you went through like a Nirvana grunge phase? Mm-hmm. I was addicted to plaid. It was ridiculous. My brother had to snap me out of it. I know. I still will. I, like, I love plaid. <laughs> I would just say find find your person mm-hmm. or find your people. Mm-hmm. Um, find, I'm going to say find your Emily. Aww. Because we all need um, a dick-loving, crazy-ass bitch from London. Yes. <laughs> I would agree. That's my other those, shout out to Emily. All those points. Um, <laughs> that might be a lot of holes to fill, but she'll do it. Let me tell you. She is going to listen to this podcast. <laughs> Love you. All right. Um, I will put Em's information on the page if you want to reach out to her and talk to her about your issues. If it's hashtag ladyprobs, I will not be able to help. I, uh, of course, am at SofaKingGay. On the tweets, the instas, and also now on Facebook. And or if you wanted to reach me IRL, I am at Gay Yoda YYC on the tweets and the instas. And he is really the Gay Yoda of YYC. I, I try, right? I'd shout out my Instagram name, but I don't remember it because isn't I like... It like e, isn't it Emily Triple X? Or is that your Twitter? What? <laughs> it's not Emily Triple X. Oh, it's Emily YYYYY. That's oh what it is. Oh my god. <laughs> Don't give away my OnlyFans page. <laughs> I'm totally kidding, by the way. I hope that's, like, not someone's actual thing. <laughs> now they're going to get an onslaught of, like, I just want to show my snatch, and you're asking me all of these questions. <laughs> well, we'll put it on when you post this. Yeah. Oh, God, that was so I weird. always have to add a bunch of Ys and Ms and Yeah, whatever. I don't know why. Just be like... Because, like, all, like, the good names were taken, so, so then, I'm like, fine. Yeah, uh, and this is what I'm going to tell everyone who is not very uh, social media savvy. Pick one thing, and uh, it's the same thing across the board. You can be like... Emily loves loose meat sandwich. YYC. <laughs> I don't care. But as long as it's the same on tweets and the instas, it's nice and easy to find. How about Emily loves Terry? No. Or does that sound too much like a porn title? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to be wrapping this up. So I hope you had fun. Uh, I had fun. Right? We love each other. We do. We so crazy. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. I think, I'm gonna, I think I need to take like a, a Prozac and a nap. That really did me in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was exhausting. Yeah. It's so exhausting talking about yourself. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's so exhausting being with other people sometimes. Humor coping mechanism. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Thanks, for Emily, for being here today. And have a great uh, mid-pride hump, because I guess that's when that's coming out. Um, by all means, take that any way you will. All right. So uh, that's all I got. Bye. Cheers, let's. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Gay Agenda. Don't forget you can follow us all on the tweets, the instas, and on the Facebooks at The Gay Agenda YYC. If you like what we had to say, please like, comment, subscribe, leave a review, all that fun jazz. Thanks for listening, kids. Bye. Bye. Love and light, bitches.